back to another fabulous episode of Pageants and Prosecco. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to every single episode on this podcast. As infrequent as they come, my apologies, but I do plan on getting back on it. I have a whole new setup and always developing. You know what I'm saying? Always just working over here. Always under construction. So I can't wait for you guys to see what my background is going to look like once I make another episode on YouTube. In the meantime, in between time, I'm coming to you guys via audio as per usual for this episode. And I decided to just go ahead and make an episode. I kept thinking about it and I feel like I owe you guys a solo episode because I've done a lot of interviews and I haven't done anything solo in my pageant um, career, I guess, is <laughs> kind of taking off and in um, an effort to be transparent might as well just go ahead and just tell you guys what's going on with me because I feel like I never get personal I'm always talking about somebody else or another system but today's episode is about what's going on in my pageant world if you are interested and I hope you are so stay tuned it's going to be a goodie I'm not drinking wine because it's three o'clock in the afternoon it's actually 316 shout out to the Lord and um, uh, because I'm preparing for a national competition I'm trying not to drink wine at random times during the day, like I've been doing during quarantine and whatnot. So I'm limiting my wine consumption to regular alcohol drinking hours after five and limiting down to like one glass uh, in an effort to cut back. I'm about 12 weeks out, probably 11 weeks. And I really am trying to cut back. But I always find new bottles in the store. I found this really good one at Aldi's for $9.99. Um, I can't remember what it is, but I'll post it on my website, pageantsandprosecco.com. And I'll show you guys what it was. Um, but it was a Cabernet Sauvignon. I do remember that. So I just keep finding all these bottles, and it's just so delicious. And I make great dinners. So what better thing to sip on? But today, I am sipping on something it's a uh, celery concoction juice. I was trying to make a green juice, and I, um, I don't know. It doesn't taste good. I'm really not feeling it at all. And I'm kind of, like, suffering through it. It looks like applesauce. It has celery, lemon, juice, apple, a red apple. I know I probably should have put a green one in there. Um... I can't remember what else I put in there. I think that's it. Celery, the lemon juice, an apple, oh, and cucumbers. A little bit of cucumbers. And water. But child, it's just, and I put two pieces of celery, two stalks of celery. Ugh! And it's just like tangy. It's like what spice does to you, but not hot. It's just like, it's like a bite. And I'm going to finish it because I made it. And I don't want to waste all those ingredients. So I'm going to drink it up. During this episode. In case you hear me grimace. But I'll get these recipes down. And I know the recipes make... Oh, and ginger. That's what I'm... That's... It's ginger. And I think I probably put too much ginger in here. That's probably the main ingredient. My phone's probably dying. Laughing right now. Ginger is what I was missing. And I think I put too much in here. I put a, it was about the size of my finger, it was a good, it was a good chunk, it wasn't a little piece. I think I put too much in there. Ugh. Ugh. Maybe I should dilute it with some water or something. Child. I do have water over here though. Anyway, in between time and in the meantime, I made a blog, I don't know if you guys had the opportunity go to my website. One day it blew up crazy um, two days ago and I don't know what caused it but Lucky was on an article about um, Cara McCullough, former Miss USA, getting engaged. This happened a while ago. 
So I appreciate everyone who tuned in to my website. But if you type www.pageants and prosecco.com, and hit that enter button, I update my website. It's now pink to go along with everything I like about being a girl. Pink, I really updated the color and just the look of it. I like I was looking kind of bougie, and I just learned how to do fun things on um, WordPress that I use. So if you hop on my website and you go to B's Seller of Thoughts, I have a whole little corner over here where I'm going to give you guys just like a little post or so if I'm consistent. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. Um, just random thoughts about the pageant world and what's going on and all that fun stuff on this website right here. So my first little blog post I made was why I decided to take on a directorship while still competing. And I typed this all out April 28th, this 29th, it was yesterday, in one sitting. Just like sitting down, not that I'm big it up, but um, I just laid it all out about why I decided to take on a directorship while still competing. And it's really good, I think. I didn't even really check for editing too much. I think I did it so good along the way, so I need to edit it, but nonetheless. Um, there you will understand kind of my backstory and my motivations for taking on a directorship and also still competing and going to a national competition this summer. So to give you guys to give you guys like an update, in January, was it January or February? January. Um, well, as you know, I was well, as you may not know, but I was Miss Illinois Earth in 2019. I went to Vegas and I had a blast underneath that system. Um, I met a lot of fun ladies. I I got close with Miss Wisconsin, who um is still one of my post pageant friends right now, and uh, the former Miss Wisconsin as well. She's been on the show as well, Emma. And I had a really good time in that system. But when I competed for Miss Illinois Earth, the day I competed, the director at the time said she was stepping down like the day I was crowned. And I was like, oh, so what? And she's like, well, I'll help you getting to nationals. And she did. Nonetheless, she coached me. Um, but she had other dreams, and she wanted to go pursue them. Thus, the directorship for the Miss Illinois Earth system was vacant and I knew that and so you know the I had a pageant but the next person after me Christina um 2020 2019 2020 queen she uh was just appointed the title and then she went to nationals you know solo and then my team is now applying for college and we just like our reign just kind of just ended and that's kind of one thing that's really sad about having an appointed title is that your reign just kind of stops and <laughs> there's no like final you know goodbye no rounding no recognition of the year that you put in because there's no director there's no pageant and the system doesn't really I mean I guess they, logistically, what are they going to do? Say, hey, here's your farewell letter. Thanks for, I mean, I guess I could do that. That'd be nice. But a lot of times you just move on after nationals when you're appointed into another pageant and or another part of your life. And you just never have a final little thing. And so I understand the importance of having a director for that reason. And I was appointed a few times. And it's really sad, especially when you see... Like, you don't know what's going on, especially if the system's, like, unorganized. This is not Miss Earth's system. Shade, by the way. This is another system shade. But if you just kind of compete at nationals and then just life just moves on or the next year happened, which was my case, literally on just December 31st of that year after nationals, um, I just made a post saying, like, a farewell. You know, you know, just in a year, there's no point in taking this title until the next year you know and um i had saw that they appointed somebody else via social media and i think she had the kind of sash on and i was like oh i, I didn't know her 
Um, so I knew her as as Miss. Oh, I almost said it. <laughs> I just knew her as that title, and so <laughs> I'm so weak. Um, yeah, I just found out I was no longer reigning via social media, and it sucks. So I understand the importance of having a director, and I understand the importance of. Um, I always knew I didn't want to always be a contestant. I understand the importance of having an exit plan in this business. And in any business. That's kind of what I mentioned in my blog post. I think, yeah. In any business, you want to make sure you have an exit plan. Especially at jobs. Okay, look. For some people who know my story, for real, for real, I got fired a few times. One that was at the movie theater making popcorn to be salty. That's a whole other story. But, like, sometimes you, life just job kicks you into a whole nother door and you just gotta just go for it or go through it and you just need to make sure you have an exit plan a lot of people say whenever you're looking for a job like when you get when you get that job look for another one like a plan to look for another one as soon as you land this job that you wanted that's when you start looking for your next job and then thus you make this opportunity that you just got um lead in a way that would look impressive for the next gig. That's mainly my, that's like what I learned as a journalist. I'm sure it applies everywhere else, but as a journalist in TV, you start off in a small town. Like you start off in like a town, like I lived in Rockford. About a quarter million people, 250,000, 300,000 people, I would say. And then it's surrounded by farmlands, like a little, little cute. It's like, it's not a, like a small town. It's like a, it's like a town, but it's not like a, I know there's actual small towns. Cause I grew, I went to, you know, to college. That's like small town. This is like a little city, you know, a hustling, bustling city. Yeah. City hall right there on main street. Um, no skyscrapers, but like a little rock. I'm sure you guys have those towns. It's like a, the next major city outside of the main major city in our state. So outside of Chicago, you have Rockford. And Chicago has like millions of people. And then some people just migrate west and they go to Rockford. And it's about a quarter million people. And I'm sure there's the other ones. Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee is probably like a good one. Maybe like a little, I keep thinking Little Rock, but that's like the capital, I think. Oh no, like a Hot Springs. Um, uh, something like small in you know, Memphis, uh, like a, mm, you guys know what I'm saying, like a small, like a cute little small town. And anyway, so they say you start there and then you move on to your next major city, which is like a Nashville or a Memphis. And then you prepare to go to your third stop, which is hopefully your main major city which would be the Chicago, New York, L.A., um, D.C., Philadelphia. So that's like a reporter's trajectory. So then you always plan that. So for me personally, as a TV reporter, aspiring one in college, my goal was to kind of stay in the Midwest area. I didn't really want to go too far away. So I wanted to start off in central Illinois. That's where I, where I went to school. So it was this town called Champaign. And Decatur, where I ended up, and um, oh yeah, that's just really it. Springfield. So it's cute little small towns. Springfield's the capital of Illinois, but it's like a small town. Same size as Rockford. And then my goal was to go to like Memphis, cause I have family in Memphis, and then go to Chicago. Cause Chicago's that's where I grew up, and I grew up watching ABC Seven. And I want to be on ABC Seven, so I can't just jump to ABC Seven in Chicago. I can't just jump to KTLA in LA, and I can't just jump to um, I think it's CBS in New York. Or I can't just jump to what you call network. Network television, like the CNNs, the Good Morning Americas, the ABCs. So a lot of times, a lot of people just start off small and then move their way up, and then they get to their major city. So yeah, this to say. You always have an exit plan. So I knew going into working in these small towns, my next place was go to Memphis. So whenever I landed a small town job, I had planned on going to like a Memphis. So I made sure... I knew what Memphis was looking for, or any other town. I can't think of where else I really wanted to go, besides like a Memphis. I know I wanted to go to like WRUG. Um, but I was really open to any 
place because I knew I wasn't going to be there long. And typically, reporter, sometimes they're on contracts. I wasn't. It's a whole little situation there. I was um, hourly. Believe it or not, hourly. Yes, hourly. And um, no contracts. But typically, contracts are like two years. So you go there knowing if you're going to be here for two years, boom, and then you're going to go to the next city. So you have an exit plan in place. And while you're working, you're gathering your resume. So every day I go on air, every day I get that video from the air, and every day I post it on YouTube. I did that every single day. And I did that on Facebook as well, and I actually got in trouble because they're like, no one's watching television if you post your stories on Facebook. And I was like, I don't care. I'm looking, this is for the director at the next news station. Like, I like you guys and all, but y'all not paying me enough, and I have plans to move on. So whenever you have a job, always have plans to move on because they will, they will move you on whether you like it or not or whether you're ready or not, which was my situation. And always have an exit plan. So my exit plan, that was a long story, you guys, but my exit plan in the pageant world was to be in a position of leadership. It's actually something bigger, but I don't want to share it on, on this because I, yeah. Is a bigger goal, but I wanted to be in leadership in the pageant world. And what better opportunity to lead than a system that I believe in? And a pageant I had a lot of good times and fun at. And one that um, I didn't make an episode about. I know you guys have been listening for quite some time. I kind of breezed past my time at Miss Earth. I said it was a good time. It literally was a good time. There was no complaints, and I know I can have some complaints, but it was really a good time. I love Vegas. I have another tangent story, but this is a short. This would be a short one. Um, I love Vegas. I had a good time. It was so warm there. You guys, I'm from Chicago. I was obsessed, obsessed with that weather in Vegas. I'm actually trying to go back in June, but fun fact. I was conceived in Vegas, and I always felt like that was like home. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like that was home. Um, and then when I got there, it just kind of felt like home. I don't know how to explain it, but um, yep, yep, yep. It was March nineteen ninety something, early nineties, super early nineties. But um, I was conceived in Vegas. And then on a cold Friday night in uh, December, I came into the universe. But I always felt kind of connected to Vegas. So when I went there for that pageant, it just felt like where I needed to be. I also didn't mind going to Vegas as a reporter. I did look into that at one point. Because I did get into UNLV when I um, was applying for colleges back in the day. I got into UNLV. It's $65 for the application fee. And then go... But my dad said he didn't want me to be a stripper. So I always felt like Vegas was calling me. But to go there, it was just like magical. I had a great time at Miss Earth. Um, I guess the only place I could really have was just, it was just a different culture shock because they smoke in Nevada indoors. And I, they don't do that over here in Illinois at all. So I was just like, Super taken aback because I don't know even around people who smoke cigarettes. So I, we and then we was in a casino, and um, the hotel was a casino on the ground floor. So we had to walk through the casino. People was just out smoking, but for the most part, I really enjoyed it. I went to the mountains. I was just outside, just basking in the sun. Um, I think competition was fair. I think that's what you guys are waiting for. I think the competition was fair. I don't know how they scored, but I think they used Tally Genie. Um, all the people who run the organization were women, which I adored. Ariel was kind of our guide. I forgot her official title. Oh, I should know this too. But um, I just had a really good time. Uh, there was no, there was nothing I can really um, complain about. So when the opportunity came by to take on the regional coordinator position, I kind of jumped at it because I know that my former director, her name is Gigi, I know she was gone and I know that, you know, 
whoever is gonna hold the title next is gonna want is you know I just want to make sure that they do good. I believe in the state of Illinois. It's so big, but a lot of the girls who compete in this state come from the Chicago area, and a lot of women or like girls, young women, like ladies, whatever we're being called today, are a lot of them from like Central Illinois, where I went to college and where I started my first job. I went to college you know, twice, got two degrees, <laughs> two degrees. But I was I was in three towns in Central Illinois. You know, a lot of people think of Chicago. There's a whole bunch. And you just see there's so much potential out there. And they do compete in pageants because there's a whole difference between Chicago and the rest of the state. The rest of the state, I would consider very farmland, very, I guess, Midwest, like farms, corn. But they so they have those, like the Miss America pageant does really well out there. <laughs> and they have a lot of um, local title holders in the Miss America system. And they have pageants all over the state local pageants all over the state for Miss America system. And then they have the county fair uh, systems. And I'm guessing they have some even smaller town pageants out there that I don't know of. But this is a very close-knit community. And so there's tons of pageant girls out there with some serious potential in these major systems, but they just either just don't know about it or just the logistics of competing in Chicago is tough because sometimes, um, like where I went to school was like three hours from my house. Um, and that's like on the one side going straight down the border of Illinois towards Indiana. So it's like a straight shot. But if you're driving through the state, through the pregnant side of Illinois, the pregnant belly of Illinois, you look at the map. Please look at the map when you guys want this episode so you can understand what I'm talking about. The pregnant side of Illinois, if you drive diagonal up northeast to Chicago, it's probably like four hours, five hours, you know, so a lot of girls don't compete in these major systems because they're held in Chicago and because it's like a six-hour drive. And then the bottom of the state, oh my gosh, like driving from the top of the state to the bottom of the state, I think it's seven or eight hours. And so Miss America, Miss Illinois system, actually holds their pageant at the bottom of the state in this town called Marion. I never really understood why. I still don't understand why, but a lot of girls really do drive seven hours to compete in this pageant because the state is just that big. And I can imagine that's a problem too, like in Texas and California, um, probably New York, you know, these major states. Florida probably is like crazy. I can imagine if you're on a panhandle and you got to go to like Orlando. But I can imagine some of these major states are missing out on some great potential of women who can be great title holders because they don't want to drive. Nonetheless, or they just, it, no one's approached them or no one's given them the opportunity because they live in these small towns. So I decided to take on a directorship so I can give some of these women an opportunity to just succeed. And when I believe in a pageant system, because you guys know the Miss Earth system, the current Miss Earth is from USA. She was Miss Earth USA, uh, Lindsay, and then she won Miss Earth. So she won an international competition. Great publicity, by the way. Great post, too, because she's like a model. <laughs> Gives me great content for my Miss Illinois Earth Instagram page. And I know that there's somebody out there I can find in Illinois that can be just as good. And I see that she's getting opportunities. I'm seeing that she's working. I'm seeing that she's hustling. Lindsay, I'm talking about. And even Miss Earth USA as well, and a lot of title holders, and even the former title holders, and the Philippines really represents these, their, these women and hold them to this high regards that I believe in this system. I believe anyone who holds this title is going to do well in life and post-crown life. You know, I'm doing absolutely fabulous. That's what I ask me. So, um, I just know that there's someone in Illinois that can do that, and I'm going to find them. I'm going to hunt you down. I know where you are. And I will find you. I'm so weak. Um, so as I take on a directorship, because, I mean, who else is going to do it? Who else is going to do it? And honestly, I thought someone else was going to do it. That's why I didn't really jump at it the first time I saw it. But then I was like, I was a former title holder. I kind of understand how to get to nationals. You know, I competed at a national pageant a few times under an appointing title. And I think just having this someone else to just bounce ideas off of someone else who understands the pageant world is 
super imperative as a mentor, as a ear, period. Because, you know, a lot of my, you know, I can ask my friend, does this dress look good? But what, 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 what do they know? What, what, do they, what do they know? So I took on directorship. And that was in January. What happened in December, before I took on directorship, I looked into the Miss North America pageants. And I had been following this pageant for quite some time, stalking it on the socials. Um, and then my birthday came around. And I looked at the age requirement, I looked at my birthday, I looked at the age requirement, I looked at my birthday, I looked at the age requirement of my birthday. So you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. So I decided to do it, and they said they were going to um, appoint a title holder for Illinois um, to go to the national competition in summer. So this is in December. I'm having this correspondence with the leadership there. And I'm like, okay, you know... Let me think about it for a second, because even though I am reaching that age, and I am 29, I just turned 29 in December, so I'm just like, um, I don't know if I wanted to just go to another national pageant, necessarily, I did want to compete at a state pageant, and then go to national, so I had put it on hold, and then I saw an opportunity to be the Miss Illinois State Director, so I was like, okay, you know what, let me just put my whole competing contestant life on hold um or just retire because frankly i haven't won a national pageant and it's getting kind of expensive uh, on the contestant side and i just like this is the opportunity to stay in this business and to be a leader um so i'll just be a director so i took on a directorship and i did ask um kaya at the time under Miss Earth, you know, about it, just like through the idea out if I compete in a pageant, can I still be the director? She's like, Yeah, that's fine. Woo woo woo, just don't woo off the band, let it cross over on socials. Okay, cool, boom, back, cool. I'm like, Okay, cool. So I was held into directorship, got my license for it and everything. Thank you. Think about taking on Wisconsin. If someone wants to donate so I can pay for a Wisconsin fee, I would love to have the Wisconsin title holders as well. Just cannot afford to pay for that licensing fee. Uh, DM me if you want to support my mission and help me get the Wisconsin title as well. Because I was crowned with the Wisconsin girls, and I want them as well. And I just, just there's just so much I gotta pay for right now. I just cannot afford. And it's my first year, and I just don't want to take on too much. But if I can have more title holders, I definitely would love it. But that's like six more girls. Oh my god. Anyway, we'll talk about it. But DM me if you want to sponsor my licensing fee for the Miss Wisconsin Earth title holders. Um, anyway, so I took on an Illinois directorship. I just held on to it. was announced that I was director. I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to compete um, this year. And I'm still thinking that they're appointing somebody and I have time um, to be appointed. So I'm just going to like, you know, sorry, I guess I got distracted. One of my braiding people. I was trying to get some box braids. She said she had a cancellation on Saturday. Don't tempt me now. Today's Thursday. Don't tempt me. And she's doing $100 specials. So I just booked this natural hair. I'm going on a natural hair journey. And I just booked the natural hair appointment for later. Anyway. So I can't get the braids. And I just don't want to let her down. But if I can get my hair down Saturday instead of next week. Ugh. Anyway, so when the directorship came around, um, I took it, and I just sat on the idea of going to this national competition as an appointed title holder, because I kind of didn't want to be appointed, but I did still want to compete. I saw that bug in me. I set a pageant goal of winning a national pageant, and so it's just kind of always there. You know, I'm a competitor at heart. You know, I grew up in track. So, I didn't want it to pass me by. I didn't want them. I didn't want to see someone else be appointed that title. I, it was kind of a greedy thing. I, I just didn't want to see someone be appointed, and it could have been like, dang, like that was my last opportunity. It was my last year of eligibility as a miss in the system. Pretty much my last eligibility as a miss in every system, and I let it go, you know. And I just, it's just a weird. It was just a weird time. Both of these just happened to collide. At the same time, literally like six weeks within each other. 
um, not even, yeah, probably about, yeah, probably, probably about four weeks with each other. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then, um, I held on to directorship, I held on to just being a director, the idea of it, until April. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll compete in this pageant, Miss North America pageant, appointed, but I never really, like, looked more into it. But, March 29th. was it's a Friday I see this post on Facebook right and it's like last day to enter the Midwest regional for the Miss North America pageant crowning Illinois Idaho Wisconsin Indiana Kentucky and Michigan I'm like what what oh. uh when I tell you guys, I was so blue. I was so blue. It just started raining. It was a good sign. And I saw this literally, I got an email from, you know, I guess I was just, you know, put on the list. But that was the only email I had gotten from the organization since I had talked to them back in December. So I just haven't ended it. I was like, what, this today? It's the last day to enter this pageant. I didn't even know they had was having a Midwest regional pageant until I saw this this email. And it was the last day to enter. And the pageant, you guys, guess, guess what? Was April 10th. Literally 15 days later. Oh, my God. I, when I tell you, I was just stuck. <laughs> I was stuck in the bed staring at this, my phone. Like, really? Not only did I just not find out about this pageant was happening but today is the deadline to enter so I gotta make a decision right now that I'm gonna enter this pageant and it's next week or well, it's in two weeks and then full transparency full transparency I wasn't even in Illinois at the time and so I'm like oh my god now I gotta like fly back and compete in this pageant um and so I just had a yellow moment and just decided to just do it. The entry fee wasn't a lot. It was the same as the appointed title fee. So I um, paid it because I got money like that. You know what I'm saying? Thank you to my unemployment. And I just went ahead and just decided to just jump at this opportunity. Um, I knew that I could do it. And I knew that I had enough of the ingredients to prepare for this pageant in 15 days. Um, and I knew that I can do well enough, I think, in my opinion, to be successful and to be and to win. I've watched enough pageants. I've been competing in enough pageants. I have wardrobe already. And it's a state pageant. It was in Springfield, again, in the middle of the state. Um, and it was just the right opportunity. I wasn't doing anything else in that day. And I had the money. I had the finances to do everything I need to do. So I just went ahead and just did it. So 15 days later. I competed and I won Miss Illinois North America 2021. And so now I am going to the Miss North America pageant in Orlando, Florida in June 2021, literally in 12 weeks. So, child, I am competing for a national pageant and I had less than like three months notice. Literally, March 29th to June. March, April, May, June. Three months. Huh. And I guess technically, I know someone's going to be like, well, you thought about competing for this pageant in December. So you should have been ready and been competing and getting your body together since December. <laughs> sorry, when I decided to do a directorship, well, not sorry. When I decided to do a directorship, I ate a lot. So I'm not competing. And so now, ugh, I did jump back into working out and kind of changing up my diets a little bit better. Um, as I prepared for the Miss Illinois pageant. So now going into nationals, I am trying really hard to get into it. I've been so lazy, not even lie to you guys. Um, and I just wish I had more time to like get my energy levels up. But I've just been on the computer and I, I guess we all just have been. And now it's just like jumping out of quarantine, out of the corona situation and being back active. It's like, oh my god, like I don't want to get up. I don't want to 
I get up, but we have to. You know, I guess I can't stay in the house the rest of my life. And okay, part two. I did want to address this. So this that is why I did both of those things. Took on the directorship and took on the opportunity to represent Illinois at the Miss North America pageant. And it just both worked out in my favor. So there's that. And I do want to address this because I did make an episode called Crowns of Corona. And I actually, I should probably make this episode called Crowns of Corona Part 2. Because literally, I went in on these systems for having pageants this time last year. It was about this time last year I made an episode about how distasteful it was to have a pageant in the middle of a pandemic. How it doesn't make any sense. You're having people travel all over the country to compete in these pageants. You are also wearing masks backstage. Um, some of these pageant contestants are young girls. We didn't even know the extent of the whole virus and how everything was going on. And some of these systems did not cancel for the sake of money and finances. And I was really disappointed in the whole industry at the time um, because I felt like we could have put this on hold and some of these title holders could have held their titles for two years or 18 months or whatever the situation was. So you can go listen to the episode. I'm not going to take it down. But I did go in about how this is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. And um, now, fast forward a year later, I competed in a pageant. And now I am traveling across the country to compete in another one. And I'm holding a pageant as well. And this is the difference. And this is my growth story, okay? For one, I got my shot. Got my first one. I am Team Pfizer. Wait, am I the Pfizer? Yeah, I think Pfizer fam. Hold on one second, let me look. Forgot. Just at this. Yep, Pfizer folks. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> Pfizer folks. Oh, <laughs> y'all ass stand up. So I had my I did get my first vaccine. And um I have another one due May twelfth. That'll be twenty one days later. So I'm gonna get my second one. The first one I did hurt my arm for a bit. Um really like three days. The first day, I felt like I couldn't move my arm, but I could. I was just being a baby. It just hurt in the spot, but it felt like my whole arm was just out for the count for that day, but it wasn't. I was able to, I went grocery shopping afterwards, but I definitely faked it around the company I am. Like, oh, I can't do nothing. My arm hurts. Um, I can't move. I got the shot today. I had the bandage on for three days. It was just... It was a mess, and it, I mean, it, it hurt, the shot hurt, but it, it, it was quick. I have a video up on my Instagram, you can see it. It was so quick. Um, but that's just how I am with anything. I'm like someone who likes piercings, but I hold a teddy bear when I get piercings. Some of you guys like pain, so I'm sure you will enjoy it, I don't know. But I have my second shot coming up in May, so I am planning on being fully protected when I go to Nationals in Orlando, because it is in Florida, we know that was a hot spot. Um, I have been in the house for the most part, quarantining, talking to you guys. I do go out, but I don't really socialize. I started socializing more, I guess lately, but, um, I think I've been moderately safe. And I am kind of like a germaphobe, so I do have the hand sanitizer everywhere I go. I have so many of them. I even, like, wearing rings have been, like, a problem I wear my ring my Swarovski and I take it off and hand sanitize so I think I have been moderately safe um, and I don't think I do think that I did get corona before all this popped off I'm not gonna lie to you guys I do think I got corona in December before everything happened 2019 because I was really sick um, and so I think I'm safe I think I've been safe and getting vaccine I am gonna be protected and I do feel like we know a little bit more, obviously we know a lot of bit more about what's going on and about how to do things safely. So I am going to go to Orlando and I'm going to get a room to myself and I'm going to make sure I stay my distance, have my mask, um, wash my hands, all that fun jazz. And I'll just make sure I'm just, just staying cautious and aware. And I think that now it's more... I'm more open to having pageants. Obviously, I'm hosting one in August. Well, I'm not hosting. I'm putting one on. Producing. 
excuse me, in August. And um, I plan on having my precautions there as well. And, you know, I think we're all kind of opening up. I think we're all getting back to normal. I wish more of us would get the vaccine and just kind of get this over with. I wish we had, like, a vaccine day and we just... I honestly just wish they would just give us, like, $10 to get it. Like, proof of your vaccine, you can get $10 or something. Or a free Chipotle gift card if you get this vaccine. So we all could just do this and just, like, go back outside and pop out with our mask on. Because uh, I want some brunch and it's already summer and I want to go back outside. And I love to travel. I'm a Sagittarius. I love to travel. I've already kind of was traveling quite a bit. And as you guys know, I was like in Hawaii, yeah, I was like in Texas. So I just kind of want to return normal. And I think that the pageant industry, you know, compared to what's going on, is so small. Like they're holding NFL games. There's a whole Super Bowl. The NBA is playing like nothing is wrong. So I think if all these other major entities, they're shooting movies, Law and Order. Oh my gosh, Law & Order SVU, like, you can tell they shot this yesterday, which is what I love about Law & Order. Like, it's so relevant. Like, it's talking about something that happened, like, yesterday. But, um, they're wearing masks, so obviously they shot this yesterday. So if we can shoot major Hollywood productions, a beauty pageant, I am not going to have a stick up my behind <laughs> um, about it. You know, as long as we all do it safely... I understand the logistics of needing to have a pageant, especially now that I'm a director. I understand the finances of needing to put it on your show for that year. Um, so I think that we can all do it safely. I just think that um, last year, with the episode that I made, I really meant that. I said it and I meant it. So I just think it was just, um, what's the word? Um, irresponsible at the time. Because we didn't know what we know now. But since we do, let's put our mask on and pop out. Ew. So, uh, that's why I just, I just wanted to mention that because I did have a whole episode. I ran a whole little rant. <laughs> a nice episode too. And I was really kind of, I was more so upset because people were dying. People are still are dying. And, you know, we cannot forget about them. I have some of my family who passed away from Corona as well um over the summer it was really sad a guy and i actually did just lost i lost my aunt two days ago but i don't think it was corona i think it was heart issues um my great aunt so we had a lot of grief and it just felt irresponsible to hold a competition as minuscule minuscule minor as a beauty pageant when there's like death going on in the world and having one could ultimately transmit death to somebody else so as long as we kind of understood that you know that's kind of just where I was coming from so uh, if you guys have any questions you know feel free to ask me hit me up on Instagram pageants Prosecco or my actual Instagram the Brett's Brooks, T-H-E-E-B-R-E-T-T-E-R-L-O-K-S. I know you like that alliteration and those double letters. Uh, let me see if there's anything else I want to say before I let you guys go. Just about 40 minutes. I don't want it to be too long because I do feel like I'm around some random, random stories. So let me tell you about this pageant that I'm putting on. Um, I have a little bit of details. Oh, I don't want to spill too much. I am awful at surprises, and if I say too much... Oh. Okay. So if you are a young woman in Illinois and you are interested in competing for the Miss Illinois Earth competition, I stopped I was saying Miss, Mrs. Teen Miss or one of my junior ambassadors that is from ages 5 to 14, let me know. Junior ambassadors is tiny little and junior miss and it's different age categories for them but my junior ambassadors my little babies and we have misses for the married women and um 21 plus married doesn't matter if you have a kid miss m-i-s-s 
is for those who are 18 to 28, and Teen Miss is for those 14 to 18. So if you are in Illinois and you are interested in modeling, this show is going to be really modeling focused, and I really, really mean that. We are walking, okay? We're walking in the show. We're walking in the show. So if you want to hit the runway, if you like modeling, we have photo shoots lined up. Like, this is going to be a modeling search. It's ultimately going to be like a casting call. This isn't going to be your average beauty pageant, okay? This is going to be like the Miss Illinois Earth casting call. That's ultimately what I think when I see Lindsay, the current Miss Earth, and when I see a lot of past title holders, is that they are really good at the modeling aspects of being a title holder. They photograph really well. They have great walks, and I've seen that Miss Earth, when I competed for Miss Earth USA and when I watched the Miss Earth competition, and the international competition, they always had the girls walking, especially for swimsuit, um, around a water piece, centerpiece. Like when I went to Miss Earth USA, we was at a pool, a really nice one too, and it was a rooftop one. And then at Miss Earth, it was like a, a fountain. But, you know, they do have a runaway presence to them and they have a model appearance to them so this is going to be ultimately be like a casting call for the next Miss Illinois Earth and for those asking about the Ms. the MS competition that's the elite Miss has now been transferred over to international Ms. underneath that pageant system so if you are 21 plus but you're not married and you have some children I would highly, highly recommend you guys compete for the International Miz competition. That is now what was formerly known as the Elite Miz category underneath the Miss Earth banner. That's now the International Miz competition. And I know a few people who competed for that system, and it's amazing. It's, it's still underneath the same parent company of Laura Clark Productions and um, all that fun jazz. But it's no longer underneath the Miss Earth part of it. But you will still have the same leadership and directorship. But you're now considered an international Ms. And it's an international competition instead of a national competition. So the stakes are higher. You feel me? But if you want to also attend my pageant, I haven't thought about the logistics of it yet. I think I'm going to have a small crowd. It might be invite only, honestly, or reservations because of the setup that I have planned out um, and the layout of the room. Um, and to maximize the space that I have. So I'll, I don't just post pictures, but um, just stay updated. If you want to help finance the girls who I am having as my title holders, you can PayPal me, Brett at MissEarthUSA.com, B-R-E-T-T at MissEarthUSA.com on PayPal. I am trying to give away a scholarship or some seed money to the winners, all three of them. Maybe six. Maybe the junior ambassadors can get some money too, depending on how much I make. I'm trying to raise money too, so I can put on a great show. So if you want to finance the Miss Illinois Air competition, hit me up on PayPal, Brett at MissEarthUSA.com. I would appreciate it. If you want to finance me having the Wisconsin title holders as well and getting that license fee, hit me up. I guess you could pay you could, yeah, you could pay the same way. Brett and Miss Earth USA, but I'll let you know what, what that amount looked like. Um, but still, I mean, if you want to help support a young woman's future, I am really trying to make a great show, and I need all the help I can get. And it, even if you want to help out, you can do something virtually. I am recruiting for a team. I'm kind of, I don't want to use the word hiring because that implies a payment, and I do plan I do believe in payments um but I believe in like I believe in financing payments so um if you are looking for an internship opportunity and I hate to use someone for free but if you're looking for an internship opportunity that could become paid let me know and when it comes to pageant production I'm looking for a marketing person I'm looking for like an assistant director I actually have them written down. Hold on one second. This book right here. I am looking for.
actually don't. I found it. An assistant director, kind of like a party a party planner, a social media slash PR person. I need an accounting slash legal person because numbers, contracts. So if you are in law school and you or want to go to law school and you know legalese and contracts and um, yeah, pretty much it. Let me know because I need someone to help me do legal stuff. Accounting as well. Sponsorship coordinator and a recruitment team. So if you are someone who is interested in PR or if you are someone who is interested in styling or model management or social media influencer management or someone who enjoys scrolling Instagram and social media, let me know. And there might be a little bit of a commission heading your way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's about one, two, three, four, five, six people. Six to ten people I'm looking to have on my team as well. It's going to be a great show. My pageant is going to be August 27th through 29th. It's going to be in Rosemont, Illinois, which is near Chicago, which I'll buy O'Hare, which I didn't did not want to necessarily do. I did want to have it in the middle of the state, but just because it's COVID time, so it's hard for me to find a venue, and I really wanted to get a venue together before I started like advertising anything. Um, and I had other options for venues, but obviously if they're closed, as the venue, you know, job, then it would be hard to ask them to open up to have a pageant. I had a really great idea for a venue, but obviously if they're not, you guys what I'm saying. If they're not in session, you know what I'm saying, like, they're not going to hold a pageant. And then their people might be upset because, like, you got a pageant here, but we can't be here. So, nonetheless, I did find a venue. It's at the Sharon and Sweets <laughs> O'Hare. And it's going to be a great, great, great competition. My friend Jessica is calling me. I'm going to let you guys go so I can have a phone with Jessica. Her birthday's coming up, and I think I've been talking about it enough. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I hope you guys are empty. I'll see with you guys on the next episode. I kind of promise. Until next time, you guys. Peace.